You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Yeah, we're off and running on this Friday, September 25th. Good morning. Hey there. We're back for another big show, locked and loaded for a Friday edition of the Gordon Damer Show, jam-packed 60 minutes. So uh, let's get right to it. Before we run out of time, before we blink our eyes and the show is over for another day, let's dive right in. Of course, the number you know. 1-800-919-ESPN. I am on Twitter, on Instagram, at Gordon Damer. We got a daily poll question. Again, pulled it out of the fire. And I think today is uh, I think today's going to be a fun one. I usually like a fun question, sometimes not sports-related. Today it is sports-related. And uh, we'll have a little fun. Uh, and uh, to keep the theme of the week going, it's going to be focused on the New York Jets. But I think you'll like this one. I think you'll like this one. So uh, And today is Friday which means we have a new Netpicks and Chill selection for this week. Again, uh, because of all the sports being back, it's very hard to uh, run through entire seasons of things in a course of a week. But I have, uh, I have two suggestions. I think I might save one because I'm not really sure which way that one's going. But it will have at least one new Netpicks and Chill pick for this week uh, as we get you ready for the weekend. And big show announcement. We are back. This Saturday, on Saturday morning. So we'll, we, we'll be back. We used to, back in March, up until March, we had the Saturday show 7 to 9, two hours to, in a row. And that show is now being returned. Now more people are being allowed back in the building on the weekend. So we are back on Saturday morning. So we will be back tomorrow, starting at 7 o'clock. So big, big news there. Big news today. The Magic 8 Ball is sitting here. It's waiting for your questions at 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Generally, jet questions, right? We all came to the agreement that uh, at this point, you have more faith in the Magic 8-Ball that I purchased off Amazon for about 10 bucks than you do in either Jets ownership or the Jets head coach. So uh, we've asked a couple of questions so far, but we've really not had uh, that many about the Jets and the Magic 8-Ball. So if you have a question for the Magic 8-Ball, certainly feel free, 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. And I saw yesterday Jet fans so outraged. Did you see this? They started a protest movement out in Florham Park yesterday. And I have to say, as pathetic as the Jets' efforts and performances have been so far this season, I think the I think that the protest probably rivaled the Jets' actual performance in terms uh, of being pathetic. It was I think there was about five people that showed up. That might be the saddest thing that you have seen in quite some time. I also saw some petition floating around online. I mean, if you're if you're starting a petition online to get the uh, head coach of your favorite team fired. I would say just go download an app. There's a store that has apps, and you can download them on your phone. You can download them on your iPad. You can download them on pretty much anything. and uh, or, or just go watch YouTube. YouTube has lots of fat. There's more productive ways, I would say, to spend your time. Well, certainly than uh, watching the Jets so far this year, but uh, in terms of uh, starting a, a, a petition online, to, the, has there ever been a coach that is even as inept as Jets' ownership has been. Do you actually think by starting a petition online that you would be able to get the coach removed? Just when you thought flying the plane over the stadium 
was uh, was uh, pointless. All right, so uh, speaking of uh, wasting your time, we've got a lot of things to do. 1-800-919-ESPN is the phone number, if I have not mentioned that already. Uh, the Yankees, just another disgusting performance last night against the Blue Jays. And uh, the playoffs can't get here soon enough from the angle of hopefully that is going to wake up the Yankees. You know, as, as quickly as the playoffs are going to uh, run by this year, Right with the the no days off when when series get underway, it's really kind of hard to envision the Yankees with the way they have been so schizophrenic playing well. I mean, they had the ten game winning streak certainly, but it's either you're playing great or you're playing awful. So uh, they really got to start to pick things up. And as much as you would like for them to finish up the season strong, win as many games, get as high a seed as you could have. Uh, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. And, and that happens a lot of times with teams, especially in the NFL, where you think, oh, this team has, you know, if they, if they were to uh, play, uh, you know, the next two weeks and, and win the next two weeks, they have the, uh, a buy possible for the first round of the playoff. For whatever reason, it just doesn't seem to motivate teams uh, that often. So the Yankees with, uh, you know, kind of a, a sleepwalking kind of performance on offense last night, had a shot late. Uh, Gary Sanchez with a shot late. But uh, came up just uh, you know a couple of feet short, so the Blue Jays beat the Yankees again. So after the ten game winning streak, right, it is now they've dropped what four or five. So again, kind of going back to the way they had played uh, earlier in the season. So uh, you had the Yankees there. We got to get into the uh, the Lakers won last night. Not really a surprise there. So they're up three one in the finals. You know the NBA might have to put up with Miami in the finals, but uh, they're not putting up with the Nuggets in the finals. Tell you that. The Lakers are now uh, 52 and 0 this season. How's this for a stat? 52 and 0 when leading, going to the fourth quarter, and they're even better when the refs are on their side. I did not watch much of that game, so I probably shouldn't say that. But from what I've watched, I said, oh, you know what, uh, the, the 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 hook is in here. The Lakers are definitely uh, winning this game, and they're definitely winning the series. But uh, week three in the NFL got underway last night. Big Dolphin win for me as I stayed up until 11.30 at night against my better judgment. But I guess let's start with the Yankees because they did lose to the Blue Jays again. And as I said, another sloppy performance. Heaven forbid the Yankees go too many days in a row with Aaron Judge getting starts. you got to rest up. Everyone rest up. But, you know, a lot of the focus this year, the last month or so, has been on Gary Sanchez's uh, brutal season. There's no other way to put it. And those Gary Sanchez defenders who, anytime he does anything positive, pop up on your timeline or pop up on the radio. Uh, they, they've been very quiet. Mainly, they were they were poised last night. Now, if you didn't see the game, Yankees were trailing 4-1, loaded the bases in the, uh, was that the eighth inning? And uh, Gary Sanchez came in as a pinch hitter and drove a ball really well, just unfortunately drove it to probably the deepest part of the park in Buffalo and came up a couple of feet shy of a grand slam that would have put the Yankees in front. But Aaron Boone actually said yesterday that the catching job is now going to be, when the playoffs start, a day-to-day situation. So that's kind of a change in the approach that they've always had, right? What's the approach they've always had? Well, they've always supported Gary Sanchez. They've always talked about the potential of Gary Sanchez, that we got to get him going. Very supportive, very um, coddling, you know, just everything they can to try to smooth Gary, you know, they don't want to say anything too too negative. We remember what happened when Joe Girardi said anything that could even be construed as negative. So the Yankees have always kind of stuck with Gary through his struggles. Now, I think a lot of this 
doesn't it's not really any uh, kind of tough love or anything like that or or even the the realization that Gary Sanchez this year is having as brutal of a even with 60 games as brutal of a year as you can possibly have now i do think he's had better at bats i'd say over the last 2 weeks but that's only really viewed through the prism of how bad his at-bats were before. You couldn't have worse at-bats before. So, yes, his at-bats have been better. He's been putting the bat on the ball, at least, not uh, striking out 40, what was it, 48% of the time or whatever it was. And last night, came close to hitting the grand slam, just missed. But, you know, with the, the, the fact that the playoffs are going to be basically every single day, especially, you know, I don't think the, the first three games is really that big of a deal. But assuming if the Yankees can pick things up and get through that three-game series against whoever they do end up facing, you're going to be playing every single day, and, and, and the Yankees are not going to play Gary Sanchez every single day as a catcher. You're not going to play any catcher. Your, your, your backup catcher is going to be more relied upon. So I think it's already clear that Higashioka is going to catch Cole. That's been pretty much settled, mainly because Cole has pitched better to Higashioka lately, uh, and and it's not like Gary's giving them any reason not to. So, I mean, he's been pretty much offensively a non-factor. And I would think because if you get to the division series, a best-of-five series, you know, you're not going to catch a. You're not going to put your catcher out there for nine innings every single day. I would think that there's probably a good chance that Higashioka maybe catches Hap too if he were to start a game three. Um, so I, I think that that's what that is more about. I think people are taking it as, oh wow, the Yankees have had this shift in mentality in terms of Gary Sanchez. Maybe they're finally starting to see the light. I don't think that that's what it's about at all. I think it's about the fact that the postseason. Uh, is going to be the way it is this year. And, you know, a lot has been made about the changes to the postseason and the no rest. It is kind of weird that, like, imagine playing a game, right? Imagine we're playing a game of, I don't know, Risk or uh, Monopoly or Stratego from back in there. Remember Stratego? Uh, It would be kind of weird if we were playing the game and then, like, midway through the game, I was like, you know what, let's do this instead. And baseball has changed the rules in the middle of the game. Now, I think that everybody's like, well, you know, uh, you got to do what you got to do to get through the season. And uh, this is not uh, an anti-Yankee thing. It's just uh, for everybody. Everybody's got to adjust. But, you know, in in view of the Yankees, though, uh, that I think is is the thing that they have going against them, and and there's no way they could have known this ahead of time, the the amount of rest, it seems like they got to get their player. I mean, young, healthy, in-their-prime guys – have to constantly be getting rest every other day, it seems like. this. Aaron Judge has to get rest. Gary Sanchez, is, uh, Glaber Torres has got to have rest. Meanwhile, LeMahieu's out there every single day, and he's performing just fine. Like, who are the two Yankees you'd say offensively this year are performing the best? I would say it's LeMahieu and it's, uh, it's Voight. And who are the guys who are, I, I don't remember... Maybe I'm missing it because every single day you, you kind of lose it sometimes. When was the last time Voigt got a day off, right? I mean, he's hobbling from here to there, and he's playing every day, and generally has p- played great. Meanwhile, everybody else, it seems like, has to get rest all the time. And now it almost feels like that they're going to be going into this situation, hopefully. I mean, they might be out after three games. Who knows? That's po- I mean, might be out after two games. Who knows? 
But you're going into a situation where now you're going to have to run this this marathon in a very short period of time. And if the say the Yankees play, uh, they get to the World Series. They're going to be playing basically every day, and it doesn't feel like their players are going to. I mean, could you imagine having to play every single day, every single? Oh my God, we got to play another one today. I need a rest. I need a break. I'm not. I'm not prepared for this. So uh, we'll see this weekend. Yankees get the Marlins, and um, you know, if you're a Yankee fan of a certain age, I think you're rooting for Don Mattingly and the Marlins to get into the playoffs. Uh, I don't think you'll be rooting for him this weekend. But I think the Yankees just need one win or uh, one loss by the Blue Jays, and then they secure that second spot uh, in the uh, American League East so they don't have to worry about dropping down to the the lower spot. But um, I think uh, in terms of the playoffs, who you want to face, I think you just want to really avoid the Indians, you know, especially in a short series with Bieber pitching as well as he has this year. I think that's the one team that you really want to avoid. So uh, so if it's the White Sox, if it's the Twins, I mean, I think you'd probably prefer the Twins because of the past success, but that's not going to play. That just makes you feel better going into the series. It doesn't make you feel any better uh, once the series actually begins. But I would say in terms of pitching, I don't know, maybe the Twins have just as much pitching as the, uh, as the White Sox do. I know Giolito's had a very, very good season. I could see him, you know, in a game one shutting down the Yankees' bats, but um, I think it's more about avoiding the Indians. The Indians are a little bit more of a scary team to me, but we'll find out this weekend, and uh, we'll find out, uh, you know, with not a whole lot to play for, whether or not the Yankees can uh, kind of flip the switch. You know, uh, I think in the past, right, especially this year, when things were really going bad, 15 to 20, they lost in a row. Yankees all of a sudden one day just kind of flipped the, you know, flipped the switch and, and, and started playing a whole lot better. They need to find that switch again because they've not been playing very well here the last couple of days. All right, 1-800-919-ESPN is the phone number, 1-800-919-3776. So I said the poll question is going to be uh, related to, to the Jets. But it's a fun one today. I think everybody can kind of have a little fun. So you know me. Yeah, I love movies. And uh, I kind of went down a wormhole yesterday. I found, you know, I'm on TikTok a lot. right? I like watching videos on TikTok. And I found these two guys. I think they're twins. And they talk about movies all the time. And they were talking about the movie uh, Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise. Emily Blunt came out uh, probably five years ago now. But it was really, really, I really liked that. And um, originally the title of the movie was called Live, Die, Repeat. But I guess they viewed Live, Die, Repeat. They didn't view that as a good title, so they come up with Edge of Tomorrow. I think Live, Die, Repeat is a better title. The problem is it kind of gives away, I guess, a little bit of the surprise. I mean, it's not really a plot. Tw- uh, that's not really a plot twist. It's it's kind of the, the fabric of the movie. But they liked, uh, obviously, Edge of Tomorrow better. And I thought, you know, live, die, repeat. Doesn't that sound like the the, the title of the of a, of a jet season? Live, die, repeat. Like you live, you die, and then you just you, you repeat it next week. So uh, I guess the poll question for today is, if you had to choose a movie title, that best describes the uh, jet season so far, which one would you go with? And our poll question for today is uh, going up momentarily. And it is all about the New York Jets. You know, sometimes, like, when we got to Wednesday and I still was focusing on the Jets, I was like, I got to do something different. But sometimes, like, when you're skidding, you got to turn into the skid. I think you got to play the hits, and right now, now they don't make any of them on Sunday, but right now the hits are the Jets. They've been that bad. 
that bad, that bad of a performance. No team has looked worse, and no team is a bigger underdog than the Jets are this Sunday against the Colts. And think of this, right? Every show we have on the station, I'm sure, has talked about the Jets game coming up this Sunday, not just the bad performers, right? Rick, Chris, and Dave, Barton Hahn, K-Show, Larry, Carla, all the shows. Has there been even a broaching of the conversation, can the Jets win this week, right? I don't think so. I have not heard one single show have a conversation of whether or not the Jets can win. It's just assumed that they're not going to win this week. And I think that's a pretty safe assumption. So that's how bad the Jets season has been. Again, if you are measuring it by the eye test, you would not even say that the Jets are ranked 32nd. You'd say they were ranked 35th. You would come up in your mind with some, uh, some other teams that don't even exist that are better. So we kind of, I wanted to have a little fun, and I'm sure that I will mess this up. So I want to hear from you either in the comments or at 1-800-919-ESPN. But if you had to choose a movie title, that best describes the Jets' season so far, which would you go with? Now, I wanted to pick movie titles that we've all heard of. I'm sure that there are, you know, there was a movie called Garbage uh, from a few years ago. I don't know if anybody saw Garbage. I did not see Garbage. If I saw movies uh, available, eh, mm, Garbage, maybe I'll watch. No, I'm not, I was not going to watch Garbage. So it had to be a movie title that I could think of. Now, I'm sure I'm going to miss one. I'm sure there's going to be an obvious one because, A, I was up to 11.30 last night watching the Dolphins actually win a game, and uh, I did not finish the coffee so far this morning. So I'm, I'm operating as best as I can, but it, I'm never really operating at all that high of a level, and today it's probably diminished even below my normal mediocre standards. So if you had to choose a movie title that best describes the Jets' season so far, here are the nominees. Do we have a little dramatic music, Brian? No, there we go. The only dramatic... We have YouTube. Countless videos. Countless songs. The only dramatic music we have is this song. All right, choice one. The Lost Boys. Lost Boys, right? The movie about the vampire... Keeper Sutherland. Jason Patrick from back... I would say, what, 90s, right? Not a great movie by any stretch of the... Corey Haim. I think Corey Feldman might have... Both Corys might have been in that one. The Lost Boys. Your first option. Number two. Well, I I wanted to go with emotions, right? Pain, anger, frustration, sadness. But what does it feel like the jet season is? It feels like it's a repeat. And, and, and the movie that kind of spurred this triv- this uh, poll question in my mind was the, the Tom Cruise. It was gotten rid of, but the original title of Live, Die, Repeat. So I was thinking, what's a movie where things repeat? Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Number two. That's your second option. So either The Lost Boys, Groundhog Day. So option number three. All right. So I got, uh, you know, loss. Okay. The constant playing this movie over and over and over again. So then I wanted to move on to a a specific emotion. And what better emotion? I would think if you're sitting there watching the games on Sunday, wasting your life, the most perfect weather in the world, the leaves are changing color, and you're sitting there watching the Jets. And not even just, like, forget about the leaves and all that other stupid stuff, like going apple picking or whatever, you know, your wife wants to. 
But just the, the fact that there's other good games taking place at the same time, and you're sitting... So I wanted to focus on hate. Hate. Oh! So the third title I went with was the uh, movie 10 Things I Hate About You. Now, I'm sure Jet fans... And it, that one's kind of focused on, I think, the coach, the organization, the ownership. I'm sure the Jet fans probably have more than 10 things, but that was the movie title, 10 Things. Maybe they could have a follow-up. 3,000 Things I Hate About You. But until that movie comes out, 10 Things I Hate About You. And then finally, the fourth option, the crying game. The crying game, right? All right, You have hate, you have frustration, you have pain, you have losses, you have... Feelings like you've done this before. Deja vu all over again. And then finally, when it's all over, you cry. The crying game. So those, I think, are your four options. Uh, I'm going to put up the poll right now. Now, I'm sure that there's one. Somebody is going to, maybe Scott. Scott in Ridgewood has one. Scott, what uh, what uh, title do you have? Let me see. Maybe I might uh, bump one of them off here. But go ahead, Scott. How about the money pit? The money pit. Yeah, I think I like my four better. I got to be honest with you. Now, look, if they had one out and really, sp- I mean, that's the, that's the problem is that, I mean, maybe for fans who buy tickets and everything else, that's certainly fitting the money pit, right? Just throwing money, bad money, good money after bad. Uh, but I think uh, you know, the owner must think of it. The owner that? thinks of it as a money pit. The owner thinks of it as a money pit. I don't know. Does he? I mean, they 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 kind of save some money this year. They're not like going all out trying to spend money and think about. I mean, how much better would you feel if you just had, like, Robbie Anderson back, right? And it wasn't like Robbie Anderson broke the bank with some, like, five-year deal. I think he got, like, two for 20. So, um, yeah. I think I like my four better. No offense, Scott, but I think I like my four better. You have a great day. All right, Scott, thank you. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. So if you had to choose a movie title... Uh, and you can certainly uh, mention them in the comments if you want on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. Um, somebody mentioned Titanic. I was thinking about Titanic. I was thinking about Armageddon. I was thinking of disaster films. Uh, it, I feel like the four that I went with were just the stronger ones. So, um, But there you go. Lost Boys, Groundhog Day, 10 Things I Hate About You. I realize it's probably more than 10. Uh, and then finally, The Crying Game. If I had, uh, if I had a vote. Ooh, if I had a vote. I would say if I uh, if I was going to fire up uh, the old burner account, I'd probably go with the crying game. I think the cry- <laughs> you know it has game in the title. You're crying. Oh, some Steven Cedar Grove had a good one. Oh, geez, I already put it up. But Steve, what's the what's the one you had? See, I knew I was going to miss one obvious one. Clueless. Yes, clueless. Of course, clueless. Oh, that's better than Groundhog Day or Lost Boys. Oh, Steve, why didn't you call me earlier? Yes, uh, clueless. Try, that is a very good one. Yep, <laughs> clueless is strong. We might have. We look. We always have Monday, right? I mean, Monday, clueless might be a very good possibility. Thank you. All right, Steve. You got anything else for me, or is that it? Yeah, real quick. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching the Yankees since the seventies. I could give you the lineup every day from nineteen seventy-seven, and now today, I day to day, I have no idea what the lineup. Oh is. Oh my god, it, it drives, it drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. And look, you know me, Steve. You listen to the show. I like to try to be forward-thinking. I want to accept the analytics, oh. the the pitch framing, this thing, that thing. Some of them have value. I you know I judge them on a on a on a you know take it by leave it basis one at a time. But uh, the amount, I mean, the amount of rest these guys need, it, it, it's outrageous. It is outrageous. Uh, it, drives, 
it drives you nuts with Judge, especially. You got to ride this guy every single. You got to get this guy hot. They haven't given him a chance to even get in a groove since he's back. It's like he's no. only fifty percent on the team. Uh, it's 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 ridiculous. I mean, there's one. Uh, that's one, Steve. And thanks for the call. That's one I just cannot get on board with. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I've been trying to get the kids outside every day. You know, especially during the summer, and with everything going on. You know, it's 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 a, it's a struggle. They're so they're at an age where they're so into their devices. So my son went with my father-in-law on a bike ride. He gets him out of the house to go on a bike ride. So the bike ride was a little, I think a little longer than they expected. So my son at one point suggests to my father-in-law, he says, "You know what? Why don't we have uh, JoJo? That's his grandmother. Why don't we have JoJo come and uh, pick us up?" My my father-in-law, you know, he's I think he's almost seventy. Said, no, we're we're riding bikes. So they finally get back home to his house, and uh, my son like drops the bicycle down and, and just goes, "Well, I'm worn out," and that's what I feel like the Yankees. I mean, they're they're so coddled, like my son, that the if they have to play like four games in a row. That oh my god, oh, I am worn out. Four ga- four games in four days, I'm exhausted. And and to be fair, I don't even know if it's the players that are doing it so much as it's just ownership and and, uh, and the and the front office, not ownership, but the the front office. Um, so I don't know. All right, one eight hundred nine one nine ESPN one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Um, all right, uh, we have some other good movie title. Oh, there's oh my god, oh there's just too many. We might have to do a, a tournament just of this. See, this is the problem. I should not have come up with this a day after staying up to almost midnight and getting uh, three hours of sleep. So I'll give you some of the movie titles coming up. My name is Nina Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Hello. My name is Diego Montoya. You kill my father. Prepare to die. Hello! My name is Inigo Montoya. You kill my father. Prepare to die. Stop saying that! Stop saying that! Oh, the Princess Bride. We did not include the Princess Bride, I don't believe, in the rewatchable movie bracket, but certainly rewatchable. And a fantastic movie for the kids. We showed that one to the kids over the summer. Loved it. So uh, movies is a big focus today as we uh, look ahead to week three in the NFL season. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, nobody, I don't believe on this station, and, and think about all the different perspectives we have, all the different shows we have. I don't believe anybody has had a conversation looking ahead to the Jets game and has actually seriously wondered whether or not the Jets can win this week. I don't think that conversation has taken place. It's not a very compelling conversation. With, the, with what you have seen through two weeks and just what the, the – I mean, when the coach says we're trotting out anyone out there with a pulse, doesn't exactly fill you with confidence, right? So the uh, poll question for today is if you had to describe the Jets in a movie title, you had to pick a movie title that best describes the Jets' season so far, what would you go with? And I gave you four. There are obviously many more, and some of which I am now kicking myself for not coming up with on my own. But again, I will blame the uh, the late uh, late bedtime last night, Dolphins getting the win against the Jaguars, some of the excellent ones that if people have suggested on Twitter, at Gordon Damer, the four I gave you, Lost Boys, uh, Groundhog Day, 10 Things I Hate About You in the Crying Game. 
how I ever could not have thought of super bad. I mean, super bad. Kyle Linky suggests, I mean, that's fantastic. Super bad. Of course, super bad. That probably should have replaced uh, the Lost Boys. Uh, Stephen James suggests dazed and confused. Another excellent suggestion there. Ken Dobby, I believe it is, is um, it suggested misery. Jet King, uh, he had a couple, but uh, Dumb and Dumber, obviously the best one there. So a lot of great suggestions. You can keep them filing in. The one that's uh, super bad, that one I should have uh, That one I should have gotten. Dumb and Dumber, that would suggest there's only dumb, two dumbs, right? Like, and it doesn't include dumbest. Like if there's a third movie to the, in the Dumb and Dumbers, uh, if they make it a trilogy and they make it Dumb, Dumber, and Dumbest, well, then, then you might have something going on there. But let's get some phone calls in. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. And, I mean, that jet injury report. I mean, the amount of people that uh, are on that injury report is larger than the people who had to be shooed away from uh, outside the practice facility yesterday for that, jet, that giant protest about the Jets. I mean, it's, it's got to be. A, it's, a, the, you take a look at the – it's almost like a joke – the amount of guys on the Jets injury report, you're two weeks in. Who do you think you are? The Yankees exhausted after playing two games? It's almost like guys are finding reasons not to play. I'm pretty sure the, the team has come down with a, uh, a, a very hard case of the cooties. Guys are sitting out this week because of uh, grayscale. They've, they've been inundated with cases of grayscale. Uh, space rabies is run rampant throughout the uh, Jets facility. Sausage fingers. Guys are suffering some sausage fingers. And uh, you bu- you got to be careful because I've heard there was been one or two guys with space herpes. So uh, the amount of injuries the Jets have had so far and the, uh, the, the, the injury report, oh, my God. It's incredible. All right, let's get some phone calls. 1-800-919-ESPN is the uh, phone number. Let's go to uh, Ozzy is in West Point. Ozzy, what's going on, my man? Uh, Gordon, good morning. It's uh, Michael K, Trivia Show Champion. How you doing? Of course I am. Thank you, Ozzy. I appreciate you showing me that respect. The level of disrespect I get sometimes is outrageous, but thank you, Ozzy, for that. Uh, my, my thing, Groundhog Day is the most amazing movie ever for this uh, Jet season. What I think you should do, though, is uh, get Punxsutawney Phil, get the Groundhog, have him shake up the Magic 8-Ball. What can go wrong? Look, we yeah, could I, at this point we could get that uh, groundhog that De Blasio dropped on its head uh, <laughs> a couple of years ago, <laughs> and that guy might even be better at this point. Yeah, no, absolutely. Did you have a question yeah. for the Magic Eight Ball? Yeah, the question could be just what's next, like what? Oh like, well, what that's else? too open. It's it's got to be yes or no questions for the Magic Eight Ball. He, the Magic Eight Ball, you know, it was only ten dollars. There was another thing on uh, Amazon that I saw. It was Mister Perfecto or something like that, where you ask questions and then you press a button and it actually answers it out loud. But I didn't know how well the audio would work with uh, you know doing it through the microphone. So I went with the old Magic Eight Ball. No, but I just I love hearing you. Thank you for making my drive a, a, a great drive. Uh, and uh, wish you the best, and have a great weekend. All right, Ozzy, thank you very much. And this weekend, we are back Saturday morning starting at 7, so uh, if you uh, you know, if you know sleep in <laughs> past 5 o'clock in the morning, you can actually hear us at 7. So uh, there you go. All right, uh, Greg is in New Jersey. Greg, you got a, a movie suggestion title? Yes, how you doing? Good morning. What's going on, Greg? Uh, now, this is going to take you back a little bit, so hopefully okay. you're sitting down. And though it's one of my favorite movies, I hate to associate it with the Jets, but it's a mad, mad, mad world. 
Sure, a fantastic movie, one that we've thought about showing the kids. It's a little bit more dated. I don't know how much of our audience has seen it, um, but uh, a good one. I don't know that a Mad, 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 Mad World would have uh, taken the place of any of the four. Oh, no, but oh, no, oh, Unfortunately, no. you know, the, uh, the, Twitter, uh, the Twitter gods only allow us to put four. But look, is it, is it, is, it's not wrong, Greg. It's not wrong. <laughs> you enjoy your day. All right, Greg, thank you. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Let's take a couple more of these. Uh, Joseph is in Brooklyn. Joe, what's going on, man? Hey, I got. I have three. <laughs> okay, give them to me. All right, Dumb and Dumber, you already Obviously. said it. Yep. Uh, the Three Stooges. Three Stooges, okay. And Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Why go? Because oh, Sam seeing the ghosts? No, yeah, and they're running into the, all the different teams are ghosts that they have to try to the field, you know, but they get slimy, slimer, gets all, you know, all that stuff. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, look, uh, I'm not, uh, look, we appreciate any phone calls. I don't know that Ghostbusters necessarily would have been one that I would have thought of. Uh, I think we have some uh, some other suggestions, but look, people thinking outside the box, right? And uh, somebody re- brought up the replacements on uh, Twitter, uh, Stephen Epstein. Uh, that's not a bad one for this week, right? Because um, that is, uh, the, they're going to have a whole lot of replacements this week. And uh, it's not exactly like uh, the other replacements so far have been. Uh, it's only two games, but boy, what a two games it's been. Luke is in Jersey. Luke. I was going to go with uh, D. Snyder's Strangeland. Strangeland. All right. Well, but it's not really strange, right? Because it is the Jets. So, I mean, I don't know that anybody is sitting back and and really surprised. I mean, maybe to the level that it's been bad, but I don't think anybody's all that. So it's, I don't think that it's strange to anybody. I think it's, I think it's kind of been expected, right? Like the, the crazy thing is, and Luke, thanks for the call. I think what, uh, you know, it wasn't like the Jets had any expectations coming into this season. I think the only expectation was let's not be the worst. And at least so far, now look, there's time to turn things around. And I think the conversation about like people are saying they should fire Gase now. I think the expectation if you were going to fire him in season, I don't think you can have a realistic expectation of him being fired before uh, week six. Week five is when they get Le'Veon Bell back. Uh, I think they get Mims back in week five. It certainly seems like Crowder, he's going to be out. It seems like this week, and then they have the short turnaround because they play on Thursday night next week. So it seems like Crowder's going to be out for a while. So it's almost like the way last year started. Where they they got off to you know they lose the opener to the Bills exactly the same and then you know Sam had the the mono and then the roof caved in this year it's not Sam's there but everybody else is gone and it's not like uh, any of the backups have done uh, a fine job at all uh, either all right one eight hundred nine one nine ESPN one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six the poll question which is up for today on Twitter oh people love it people are all about it this morning. Uh, some other suggested movie titles. Uh, let's see. Lost in Translation. Okay. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Nightmare at, uh, you know, at MetLife. Uh, the Hurt Locker. Not bad. I think the, the, the Hurt ones that uh, we have uh, up here. Field of Dreams. Uh, nah, that is not, uh, no. The NeverEnding Story. Boom. That's a good one. The Walking Dead is a TV show. So uh, we didn't go with TV shows, but movie titles. But uh, The Walking Dead, I mean, I, I mean... That might actually be 
the uh, back page of either the Post or the uh, Daily News on Sunday if things go as expected. Uh, somebody else, Vinny Jones, uh, used a gone in 60 seconds as if the season, right, is gone in 60 seconds. Yankees lose last night. Uh, of course, you got the NBA uh, Finals just about set with the Lakers win. We've been focused a lot today on the football. Week three getting underway. Dolphins get a win. For me, Dolphins season doesn't start until Tua starts. So it's all well and good that you beat the Jaguars. Uh, it was an entertaining game, though. And I think the main reason why it was entertaining, well, I guess part of it was my team was winning, but it was because I watched the Jets on Sundays. Right, like you watch the jet, anything off of that, all of a sudden, it's almost like you're training with like extra weight, or you're swinging a bat with like a really heavy donut on it. When you take the donut out and then you just swing a regular bat, you're like, oh my god, this is so light, I can fly this thing around. So uh, the the Jets have been a focus today, and I did want to mention the poll question yesterday about Mike McCarthy. I had a lot of uh, Jet fans. Oh, Mike McCarthy, like, oh him, oh please, oh that's the last guy we need, oh. You're turning up your nose at a guy who has won a Super Bowl and was like won 60% of his games while he was with Green Bay. Now, you can say, oh, well, he, that was just a product of Aaron Rodgers. It wasn't like Aaron Rodgers was there before he got there. He might have been there, but he wasn't. He was far was the first two seasons. McCarthy went 125 and 77. He won a Super Bowl. He won 10 games or more in eight years, eight out of 13. This is going to be the 10th straight year the Jets don't make the playoffs. So the, the Jet fans turning up their nose at Mike McCarthy. And you're all saying how Gase is the worst, Gase is the worst. Well, then if, if he's the worst, then anybody else has to be better. And the other thing that I, I should mention from last night, Devontae Parker. That is another, that might be the best. Everybody brings up Tannehill all the time about, Tannehill was hurt a lot. Devontae Parker was a guy who never could get on track. And he was hurt a lot too. But he never produced under Gase. Three years under Gase, he averaged about 500 yards receiving. He left last year, had 1,200. He had more touchdowns last year than he had the previous three combined with Gase. And last night, now he was playing with a bad hamstring, so he didn't have the explosiveness that uh, he usually would. But even then, he was still making plays. So, uh, all right, so the Jets uh, conversation that we're having is all about uh, the movie titles. We'll get some more phone calls here in uh, just a second. I did want to touch on the Giants because they do have a huge game uh, on Sunday against the Niners. And the first two games to me almost are like, what, what do they call that, a Rorschach text or whatever? Like, what, what do you see in it? Like, do you see the positives that they've had? Do you see the, the, the defensive improvements? Do you see the plays that, uh, that uh, Daniel Jones makes? Or do you see the, the mistakes that he's made? To me, taking a look at that injury report for the Niners – Already, it's, I think it's been confirmed Garoppolo is not playing. But Tevin Coleman, Mostert, D. Ford, um, obviously Bosa's not playing. Yeah, Mullins is going to start Sunday. Kittle was limited in practice. Like, this is a game that you kind of have to win. And right now, look, Joe Judge is such an unknown. We're kind of finding out about him along the way. But now we have to see, you know, without Barkley, without Sterling Shepard, it's not enough to say, well, you know what, we lost guys. That's what the Jets do, and you don't want to be like that. You, you have to – this is the NFL, and for coaches, Joe Judge, everyone else, it's about getting the most, maximizing production out of the talent that you do have. You're going to lose guys all the time in the NFL, so losing Barkley and Shepard is huge, but there are no excuses. you got to figure it out. 
And uh, to me, the guy that really has to step up, and he was brutal in the opener, he was better last week, Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram has been, I mean, he has been a constant tease. He's constantly been hurt. Never really been able to find any level of consistency, but you watch him on individual plays and you can see how much of a matchup nightmare that guy could be. I think it's really time for him to step up and kind of carry some of the load or, or more of the load offensively. All right, 1-800-919-ESPN is the phone number. The poll question all about the, the uh, Jets and the movie title that, um, that you would say best describes them so far. Uh, George Conte brings up Scream, very solid. A couple of people have brought up Idiocracy, one of my favorites. But uh, let's get some uh, – the four that I went with in the poll question, if you want to vote for that on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. It is uh, Lost Boys, Groundhog Day, which is the uh, favorite so far, Ten Things I Hate About You, and the, the Crying Game. I think Groundhog Day is winning because I think it's the most enjoyable movie out of the four. I don't think I ever saw 10 Things I Hate About You, but the one that uh, really I, I'm, I'm, I'm really mad at myself for, for missing is Superbad. Superbad is the one that should abs- absolutely be included in the poll, and I wish that today I would have screwed up the poll like yesterday. I only ran the first one for an hour, and then I had to reload it. Uh, I wish I would have done that. I would have put in Superbad, and I think it would have been the blowout winner. All right, let's squeeze in as many calls as we can here in the last couple of minutes. We'll go to Train, who's in the truck. What do you got, Train? Hey. Hey, good morning, Porter. Uh, we got to keep Gates so we can lose as many games as possible. Keep him for the rest of the year, at least. But listen, I would agree I with that. Wanna, I just want to ask you a quick question. Sure. Based on the way the baseball is now, strikeouts or home runs is pretty much all you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll ever see another 3,000 hit player, like a Trout maybe, like who I think will do it? Do you think we're going to see that again? Yeah, curious. I think so. Yeah, yeah, no, I think so. I mean, look, it doesn't happen that often. I don't know how many exactly there are, but uh, I think that you'll see guys have 3,000 hits. Now, none of them are going to be on the Yankees because they need every third day off, uh, apparently, for some reason. I don't understand. It's weird how the Yankees keep giving all these guys rest and none of the guys can stay healthy. Maybe it's because they can't stay healthy. That's why they give them the rest. But maybe it's the other way around. Maybe every, you feel every single thing if you can't go three days in a row. Nick is in Hillsborough. Nick, go. How's it going, Gordon? Uh, before I heard what you had on your list with Groundhog Day, the only thing that came to my mind is uh, a very good movie that came out a couple years ago with Tom Cruise, uh, Live, Die, Repeat. Where yeah, he, but they switched uh, that. Gets, they switched the title of that to Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow, correct. But Live, yeah. Die, Repeat, where he gets put into a time loop and gets slaughtered every single day yeah. for however long is probably the only thing that I can relate with the Jets. All right, well, look, uh, if that had been the title, and that's what kind of spurred the poll, the poll question on in my mind, uh, I think that the one that we missed, and I knew I was going to miss one of them, I, I prefaced it that way, super bad. Super bad should have been included in the poll question, but please vote, comment on the poll question on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. I am back at 7 o'clock, and we'll have a fresh net picks and chill pick then because I forgot to do it today. We'll see you tomorrow at 7, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.